Welcome to the Ridley College Chapel podcast. Our mission is to equip men and women for God's mission in a rapidly changing and increasingly complex world. For more information, visit ridley.edu.au. Yes, we're continuing um, through our sermon series in 1 Thessalonians and we're in chapter 2, verse 17 through to chapter 3, verse 5. But, brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing we made every effort to see you, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. We sent Timothy who is our brother and co-worker in God's service in spreading the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you in your faith so that no one would be unsettled by these trials. For you know quite well that we are destined for them. In fact, we were with you. We kept, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted. And it turned out that way, as you well know. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labours might have been in vain. May the word live in us. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Do I say that bit? Yeah, I think I said that bit. (laughs) May the word live in us. And bear much fruit to your glory. Thank you, Bex. And now without any pressure on Jackie, we're at the top of the mountain and we're going to hear the Word of God. Hi, everyone. Can can you hear me? We can. Great. great. Um, Today, I'm I'm going to talk a little bit about love. Um, We love, love. It permeates all areas of our life. Um, We listen to it in music, we read it in books, and we watch it in movies. Um, Appetizers often use it against us. You know, what better way to show your partner your love, your love for them than a sparkly diamond ring? And can I just mention how many dating apps are out there? There are Tinder, there's Bumble, OkCupid, Coffee Miss Bagel, and the list just goes on. But loving love is one thing. The actual act of showing love is quite another, isn't it? Because true love takes a lot of effort. Um, I say this because we are busy. We are busy, busy, busy. It's the hallmark of our age. Uh, For many of us studying, it's the constant battle of assessments and exams. Uh, For some of our students, maybe part-time work. And depending on the time of year, your schedule can get really hectic. And for those of us working full-time or have done so in the past, we know that it can be equally difficult, if not more. Um, Before the lockdown, not only have you have to contend with all the emails on Monday morning, but the actual work, the commute to and from work, takes up most of your days. 
you you get home, you get changed, you get food. Maybe you've got your phone and scroll on your social, so you play with your kids, and then you look at the clock. Oh, it's nine already. How is it nine o'clock? You barely have time for yourself, let alone others. Busyness really dominates our lives. With so much to do, it's hard to make good priorities. It's hard to make time for others. It's hard to put the other person before yourself. It's hard to love. And true love takes effort. It takes time. It takes energy and resources to love one another. Let's have a look at what Paul has to say about this. We're looking at verse 17. And let me read it out for us again. It says this. Brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again. But Satan blocked our way. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. Now, Paul loves the Thessalonians. Uh, in Acts 18, Luke recalls how Paul, Silas, and others arrived in the city and preached the gospel under great opposition. The apostle and his companions were eventually forced out of the city, leaving under the cover of darkness. Um, the newly converted Christians were, were left behind to fend for themselves. But Paul hasn't forgotten them. In verse 17, he's saying to them, I remember you. You know, they are separated in person, but not in thought. Or in a, in a more direct translation, in face, uh, but not in heart. Which is to say that while they can't see each other face to face physically, Paul has these young Christians in his heart. You know, the heart representing the ruling center of the whole person, and it's not merely responsible for our rational thought, but it is the place where all desires spring. Paul wasn't merely thinking about them, but he has this deep desire and longing to see them face-to-face. Jesus tells us that where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. And just look at what Paul is saying to them. What is our hope, our joy, our crown of glory? Is it not you? You know, sometimes I think we can't change our busyness. Sometimes they are inevitable. It's just the way it is. You know, I get that. And this is what we have to live with. Um, but we can change our priorities, can't we? We can change what we choose to focus our thoughts and our desires on. It might mean, you know, less time on Netflix or maybe less time on the basketball court, whatever thing it is that you do. But true love takes effort. Uh, it means not giving up despite difficulties. You know, in verse 17, again, Paul says to the, the Thessalonian church, out of our intense not longing, we made every effort to see you. 
Well, we wanted to come to you, certainly I bought it again and again. I want to share a little story about myself. Uh, when I was younger, I'm still pretty young, but when I was a little bit younger, I was quite slow in getting my driver's license. I didn't get them until I was 23. And it's quite shocking. Um, I lived in Point Cook, which I think back then it, it's quite far away. It's, it's got a lot of push, not so much anymore. But I go to church in Footscray, which is close to the city, which is a little bit far away. Now, I love going to church and I love going to youth group on Fridays. I love catching up with friends at church. And often someone would drive me on Friday nights for youth group. But on Sunday, I often just won't be able to catch a lift. So I remember I would wait for the bus near my house, which comes every 45 minutes. It's terrible. They'll 413. Then I will catch a train to Whisper, and then another bus, the 220, which stopped, fortunately, right in front of the church. Uh, the commute was long. It would take over an hour. I, for me, over an hour is pretty long. I know for some of you that live in the country, it's probably not that long. But for me, the commute was, was really long. It would take over an hour. Uh, on Sunday. Uh, but I did it. I never grumbled about it. In fact, I look forward to it. I would plan my travel on the PCP website back then to make sure that I get to church kind of on time. You know, sometimes I'll miss the 220 and I'll take the taxi. It was $7, I remember. And if I was lucky, my friends Ivan and Anna will also be there late. So we'll split the cab through it, which was fantastic. I made every effort to see my friends at church again and again because they are my glory and my joy. I found out recently um, that in the US Postal Service, there is a creed. It says that neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays this curious from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. And I thought, what a great proof for us. You know, neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night. We should make that our attitude as we keep each other in our minds, in our hearts, as we make every effort to meet with each other, to have such a deep love and desire for one another that nothing gets in our way. But I, I can hear you thinking, wait a minute, Jackie. Didn't Paul say that he was actually prevented from seeing them? It literally says in verse 18, Satan blocked our way. And it's true, isn't it? In reality, sometimes we're just not able to physically meet, like right now. You know, I mean, the whole of kind of 2020, you know, 2021 now, who knows when lockdown's going to finish. Um, we just can't meet physically, and it's tough. Oftentimes, it's not only a pandemic that stops us from seeing each other. It could be other things. It could be sickness, you know, busyness, children. And sometimes it could even be disapproval from family. It could be a whole host of things. But loving deeply also means that we ought to engage all our faculties and resources in order that we can care for each other. For Paul and Silas, uh, they have not had any information on the circumstances of the believers in Thessalonica for some time. You know, they tried many times to get there, but they were stopped again and again. 
So what did they do instead? They didn't just give up. They did the next best thing and sent Timothy, um, their partner, instead. Paul didn't just give up when he was stopped by Satan. He used the resources that was available to him um, to find out about the Thessalonians. And unlike Paul, we are blessed with even more resources um, that we can utilize to connect with each other. You know, you can WhatsApp someone. We have, you can call them. We have Zoom. We're Zooming right now. Uh, you can send them a TikTok. I don't know how TikTok works, but maybe that's what you do. Be creative. Use whatever that's been given to you. All right? True love takes effort. Um, it requires us to make sacrifices, to carve out time from our busy schedules so that we can put our brothers and sisters uh, before ourselves. The last 18 months or more now has been tough, hasn't it? The ups and downs, mostly downs, I think. Um, we're in our sixth, is it the sixth lockdown, seventh, fifth? I don't know. I don't even know how many lockdowns we've been in now. Um, and this seemingly no end in sight. And it's been really tough. I've been, um, I've had a baby since lockdown. No, I haven't had a baby. My wife had a baby. I have a child. <laughs> and I've been reading this book to him. It's called, oh, it's a bit blurred. It says, you can never run out of love. And one of the pages it says, you can never run out of love. When you give some, you will always have more. When you have run out of everything else, you will never run out of love. And when I was reading this, I thought, well, that's just not true, I feel like sometimes. I feel like, you know, as I was reflecting, you know, I feel maybe at that time I was reading, I feel tired. I was distressed, anxious, hopeless during this time of lockdown. I feel like I have no more to give, right? And I'm, I'm sure some of you might feel this also. And I want to say to you, if that is what you're feeling, that it is okay. It is okay to feel empty, that the tank is empty. Um, but I want you, as you reflect on the passage today of how, how can Paul have this intense desire and longing and love for these Thessalonians, even though I'm sure he is going through a tough time, um, just like us. Um, and so I want to encourage you to go to Jesus, um, who is the source of love, of joy, and of peace. And I want you to ask him that he will refresh you so that you can experience the joy of loving others again. True love is difficult. It is hard, especially in our time in lockdown. But I want to encourage you to do it even more and more uh, as we encourage others uh, till the coming of Jesus. Thank you. Amen.